Michigan State University President Samuel L. Stanley, Jr., MD, joins me on MSU today to elaborate on topics he discusses in his June 2022 Spartan Community Letter, which you can read by clicking on the Communications tab at president.msu.edu. President Stanley, good to talk with you again. It's always a pleasure, Russ, and as you've been talking about beautiful days here in Michigan right now. Yes, indeed. Pure Michigan summer. But uh, well, you're in Detroit this week to congratulate the inaugural class of graduates of the Apple Developer Academy. Remind us of the Academy's evolution and, and mission. Well, this Academy is really a collaborative effort between Apple, uh, Michigan State University, as well as the Gilbert Family Foundation and the Rocket Companies. And the three groups have really come together to provide what is a groundbreaking uh, opportunity for individuals in Detroit and uh, all of Michigan. And this is the first Apple Developer Academy in the United States. Um, It's one of uh, many that are around the world, but the first in the U.S., as I said. And it's an opportunity for individuals between 18 to 18 and above um, to learn how to code and develop apps for Apple, uh, for the Apple uh, operating system. And it really is a technology boot camp that begins in the summer. Those who progress through there get an a- asked to join the academy for a one-year or two-year term. Um, and by the time they finish, they're well-prepared to code um, for Apple apps and maybe even sh- start their own companies as far as Apple apps. The first class of 100 has been incredible. I had a chance to meet them when they started and meet them when they finished. Uh, I met an 18-year-old student who's actually going to enroll at MSU in engineering. So Greg came right out of high school, did his senior year in high school, and did Apple Developer Academy at the same time. So a really talented individual. Met a mother and son a combination um, who are both going to graduate as well. And uh, she was really uh, impressed, not only by what she could learn in a new career, but the chance to really talk to her son about tech in a way she'd never been able to before. So it's a great program. Um, We're going to be expanding it next year and doubling the number of students uh, in the cohort. Um, And, uh, you know, we're we're very excited about it uh, going forward. And of course, these are students who can hopefully write their own ticket in terms of starting new companies or working for existing companies with these kinds of skills. Very cool. And meanwhile, back on campus, we're preparing for the coming academic year already. The MSU Board of Trustees last week laid the financial groundwork for the university's new fiscal year with approval of a $3.2 billion budget that supports goals outlined in our MSU 2030 strategic plan. What are some areas of the budget you'd like to highlight for Spartans? So so first of all, it's a lot of work to get this done. And my thanks to the Board of Trustees. This is a key element of what they do. And so this budget is really a cooperative effort between the administration and the board. And I think there's a number of things I I just point out too. And and first of all, is just student success remains a critical element of this. Um, A lot of the spending that we're doing going forward and new spending particularly is devoted to student success. And we have $8 million coming in new for programs to help uh, everyone, but including particularly economically disadvantaged first generation students and others to successfully matriculate and complete at Michigan State University. Um, We have more than nearly $12 million more in student financial aid. So we'll be giving up to $200 Eight million uh, this year. And for our economically disadvantaged students, that increased student aid helps mitigate the increase in tuition. We have a modest increase in tuition of 3%, um, but that'll be mitigated essentially by increased aid we give to those students. So, so all of that is to keep Michigan State University accessible, um, but make it accessible to excellence. And that's really our goal. 
Um, we think the budget and from tuition and our increases are important because state appropriations continue to lag behind uh, our costs. And in this inflationary period, you know, we have concerns like everyone else of making sure we have a balanced budget. Um, but we're optimistic that the state will do a little better by us this year than last year. But we'll see um, their, their proposals range from 0% increase for us to an 11% increase. So we'll see where we end up landing on that. Halfway between those things would be good. Um, but that money is really important for us and as well as to support our extension uh, in ag and bio-research operations on the university. And I think the other thing that's so important is we're making investment in our faculty as well. So the, uh, the, the budget calls for a 5% uh, increase um, for faculty. Um, that's one of the highest increases they've had in years. Um, that's on a merit basis. And then 1.5% um, for the provost uh, to make uh, increases in terms of retention uh, or market considerations. And there's an additional $5 million just for a particular retention fund. So all this says that we really value our faculty. Um, our non-tenure track faculty uh, have approved an agreement with between the university and them, which also raises their salaries significantly as well. And we're very pleased that that agreement, we were able to reach it. So all in all, this budget is really working to proceed for our strategic plan and include some money for the multicultural center, um, which is very important. There's money that comes from the student fee, but which would be utilized for the fields that are being completed as well as the health and wellness center on campus. So there's gonna be some capital projects to this as well. So we're really excited about what's going on in the future, but as you said at the beginning, Russ, it really aligns with our strategic plan and what we're trying to do towards the future. Right. And in the area of outreach and stewardship, talk about the grant from the National Telecommunications and Information Administration that lets MSU continue our long legacy of service to the people of Michigan by working with Merit Network to expand high-speed internet to areas of Michigan with limited or no broadband service. Typical MSU collaboration. Uh, it's a great program, and we're very excited about it. This grant is going to make a huge difference to people in rural areas who don't have access to internet or have uh, inadequate internet to do the things they need to do. So something we take for granted here uh, in East Lansing uh, is something that, that they don't have or they don't have in a way that works as well as it could. So that's a $10.5 million federal grant. Merit Network has been a collaboration between a number of public universities in, in the state of Michigan. Uh, it's provided these kinds of services in the past, um, but I want to compliment Melissa Wu, who's our Executive Vice President for Administration, Director of IT, um, for the role she's played in helping us uh, lead this particular project for Merit. So we're very excited about it and what it can do. And for the second time, MSU earned a gold rating for sustainability achievements from the Association for the Advancement of Sustainability in Higher Education. Seems like I often comment to you, sir, Spartans are green in many ways. <laughs> Absolutely. And we're very proud of this. So this gold rating, as you said, is the second time we've done this. Our goal, of course, is to get to platinum. And we're trying to get to platinum before 2030. That's part of our strategic plan. We don't want to rest on gold. This is an issue that's so important for our students, faculty, and staff, and our community. Um, it's one which we take very seriously. We have inherent challenges to, to doing better in this goal, but we're not going to give up and we're going to reach, uh, reach for it and get to that platinum level. Two Spartan sports have new leaders. President Stanley, Sharonda McDonald-Kelly will bring her Women's College World Series experience to MSU as head softball coach. And Harry Jaden is the new coach of men's tennis. Your thoughts on Sharonda and Harry? 
So first of all, welcome them up to both of them, of course, to MSU. Harry's been here for a while, and I've had a chance to meet Harry, um, who's an outstanding tennis player. I've actually hit the balls with Harry, uh, where he's or tried to hit the ball with Harry. Um, and he's going to be the ninth head coach. And I did want to say something about Gene Orlando. Um, Gene has been an incredible leader for Michigan State tennis over 31 years. And this is someone who cares so much about the program that he really, you know, has given everything he can to the program. I've had a chance to get to know him and how much he cares about tennis. And it's been just a wonderful opportunity to work with him. So I wish him all the best uh, in his retirement. Um, for Sharonda McDonald-Kelly, um, she's an all, a four-time All-Big 12 selection at Texas A&M. Um, she really has a lot of excellent experience, and I think she's someone who's going to, again, make a difference for us. Um, Jackie Joseph is a legend. Um, she led the Spartans for 29 years. Uh, she's now going to help us in athletic administration where her knowledge of women's sports uh, and the history of Title IX at Michigan State University makes her an ideal person to provide support to Alan Howard in that area. But really excited about uh, uh, Coach McDonald Kelly coming, and I look forward to having met her yet, but I look forward to meeting her. And I saw softball last year. I am and baseball. Um, those are exciting sports, and I look forward to seeing her in the role. And what are your reflections from this year's Juneteenth commemoration on campus? You know, it was wonderful. I had to miss the first one we did, the, the kickoff uh, celebration. So this one we had in Breslin. Um, it was a good turnout, um, a lot of excitement and joy, but a lot of recognition of how far we still have to go. And I think that was very important as well. I was joined by two board of trustees members, so Trustee Rima Basser and Trustee Renee Kanaki-Jefferson. Uh, and the keynote address by Professor Chambliss of Michigan State University was particularly interesting as he talked about how we envision uh, our, our future uh, as a country and particularly in the issues around race and racism. So I think uh, it was very good. Um, and uh, again, something that I'm so glad that we made a decision to initiate at Michigan State University, the celebration and recognition of Juneteenth. And finally, sir, we lost former MSU First Lady Joanne McPherson this month. She might best be remembered as the guiding spirit behind the creation of the MSU Safe Place in 1994. It's the first and I still think only university-based shelter where students, staff, faculty, and their partners experiencing abusive relationships can find refuge and support. And even recently, the McPherson's made a $50,000 challenge gift to create a safe place endowment in commemoration of its 25th anniversary. Just your reflection on Joanne. So I know Joanne very well through Peter, and uh, she was a remarkable individual, and I had a chance to talk to people who actually worked with her, including trustee Melanie Foster, who worked with her during her time as First Lady at Michigan State University, which was between 93 uh, and 2005. And as you said, her contributions to Safe Place, I think, will forever uh, enshrine her in the memories of, of Michigan State to, to start that wonderful uh, facility that makes such a difference in the lives of people who are undergoing uh, relationship violence. Uh, is, is so important. And we're so glad that we were able to take a lead on that and continue to be a lead on it. But she also was present in a number of different ways on campus and a great partner to Peter, who's really been almost a mentor to me. So Peter uh, reached out when I first became a university president, uh, put me on a position uh, on the board of the APLU, um, where I still am leading the research component of that, and has been a, a guide to me sometimes when I've had questions about Michigan State and some of the challenges and opportunities that, that it presents. 
represent. So, so Pete is very special to me. Um, Joanne was very special to him and to the university. So we're really sorry to, about her his loss. And again, look forward to the opportunity to continue to honor her um, through the safe place. And I think contributions to safe place are, are something that the family is looking for uh, in lieu of flowers in terms of her services. And President Stanley, just some some final thoughts as we really get settled into summer in July, but are already looking forward to the fall. It's going to be exciting this year. Um, I think uh, get ready to you know feel a crowd. Um, we're we're looking at perhaps a record enrollment for this coming year. MSU has been a place that many students want to attend. We're very happy about that. Uh, and so Venny Gore is getting ready for the the onslaught of the dorms. Uh, the provost is getting the faculty and staff ready. We're adding new numbers of advisors um, to help deal with increased students. We're adding new faculty to help deal with increased students. So we're going to make sure that the quality of what we're doing uh, is not uh, hurt at all um, by a number of students. Instead, we'll have more outstanding individuals um, getting an MSU education and more opportunities for our current students to meet people from around the world, hopefully, and, and get to know uh, what is a great university firsthand. As always, sir, thank you for sharing your insights with Spartans around the world today. My pleasure. Thank you, Russ. That's Michigan State University President Samuel L. Stanley, Jr., M.D. You can read the president's June 2022 Spartan community letter that we've been discussing by clicking on the communications tab at president.msu.edu and follow along on Instagram, too, at MSU Pres Stanley. I'm Russ White for MSU Today.